Hello guys, welcome to my podcast. It is so nice to have you here. Thank you so much for joining me. So it is currently raining and I just love rain so much. So I just wanted to record this episode because I don't know, rain brings me so much clarity. It just cleanses me. I love going outside while it rains in my swimsuit and playing in it. I just, uh, just rain just makes me feel so relaxed and it heals me and nourishes me. So before we get started into today's episode, I want to first wish you guys a happy new year's and also a merry christmas because i did not see you guys on christmas so merry christmas and happy new year's i hope that you guys are really taking time to talk to family and connect with friends and connect with yourself you're getting clear on your goals and you're getting clear on yourself and where you want to be and I want to thank you guys for being so consistent with the reviews on my Apple and my Spotify. Please keep up the consistency. It's been so beautiful looking at the messages and looking at the reviews and seeing how much you guys love the podcast. I love when I get mentions on my Instagram of women just telling me how much they love my podcast and how much she's been helping them. I love when people come from my TikTok and messaging me and like, hey, your videos are really inspiring me. It's really helping me. And I I feel so worthy of this space and I feel like you guys are so worthy of this space and I just feel like we're all just so deeply worthy of a lifetime of joy and gratitude and happiness and this just makes me incredibly happy so when I say happy new years please happy new years please be doing your best this year and please be using this year to fulfill yourself and satisfy yourself listen to this podcast and recommend this podcast to your friends i literally get a girl like a girl who told me like i literally broke up with my boyfriend my shitty boyfriend when i listen to your podcast because your podcast literally inspires me and that makes me so happy because that's literally what i want women to do not break up with their boyfriends like if your boyfriend is a good man you know but like i want women to really realize their power and i want women to act in that power and if acting in that power means i have to remove you then please do so um so yes i'm gonna give you guys a few updates so number one my ig secret sharp where i post all of my aromatherapy stuff is deactivated it became too much trying to juggle both the personal and business ig and i just got sick of trying to force myself to post on my business ig so i just deactivated it and now i moved on to my my main one which is allison the mystic i love interacting on my personal one i love posting on there i love to post and i love to um engage and i find myself flowing naturally on my personal ig so if you want to keep up with all of me please go on allison the mystic for anyone who was once following sacred sharp understand i'm no longer on there so follow my my personal allison the mystic where i'm posting all my business stuff my podcasting me personally where i'm at i post more lifestyle and wellness content on there so yeah go follow my ig allison the mystic also i will be slowing down just a tad 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 bit with my podcasting that is because i am going back to school to finish out and get my associates yay me and i will be going in to get my bachelor's the reason why is because i have received so much clarity last year in 2022 about where 
I want to be within my education and I realize how much education is important to me like I I deeply adore having education and being able to have degrees so I'll actually have two degrees an associates and bachelor I'm actually thinking about getting more degrees than that so I am very very big on education and finishing out going to college especially if that's if that works for you Again, college is not meant for everybody, but for me, I deeply, deeply desire to finish out and get my education. So that is my priority, schooling, traveling, and also, you know, and I'll also be expanding on my my podcasting. And what I mean by that is I think I'm, I'm going to make a subscription-based podcast where I have my exclusive content. I talk about celebrities, not celebrity drama, but basically taking celebrity situations and seeing how we can apply it to our own lives. And I will also be doing stuff like poetry reading, like nighttime poetry. So if you want to fall asleep and you're like, I want to listen to Sacred Shark Radio, I will have poetry that I read. I will also be doing um, dating stuff, like a dating how-tos, because I post on my tiktok and it went viral of me saying y'all do know on first dates you're supposed to talk about marriage and family and you're supposed to ask questions about do they watch porn so you can see if you guys align and you're not wasting time and so many women were shocked they were like wait what on first dates you're supposed to have those conversations and i'm like yeah and they were like can you make a podcast about it so i'm thinking about putting it on my exclusive podcast where i only charge like nine ninety nine a month. Not that much. I don't want to charge you guys too much, but I charge nine ninety nine, and um, yeah, I put all my exclusive stuff on there where you can only see exclusively. So I am still thinking about that idea. So let me know how you guys like that idea, and yeah, so that's what I'm thinking about. But yeah, life been so so good. I've been slowing down now that it's winter, so I've been kind of less. I won't say less focused, but I have definitely been taking a lot more time inward and cooking more meals. You can go on my my um, Instagram. I cook a lot more meals nowadays. I'm a cereal door dasher. So I have been trying to stop. It's been a few weeks now, yay, where I've been just cooking just home cooked meals. I'm not vegan. I am not vegetarian. I love my meats and I believe that I just cannot be vegan. That just does not, that, that does not support my diet. I find myself being a lot more nourished and happier and fulfilled when I'm actually eating and consuming meats so and someone told me like I thought femininity femininity was only with veganism and I was like no 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 it's about what your diet can consume so if your diet if you're if you go vegan I know a lot of people say I went vegan and my diet just did not like that at all and um for me my diet just cannot run on plants and vegan products i have to have my meat that makes me more happier so yeah that's just a little bit about me so i don't want to hold you guys for too long because i've been teasing this episode for a quite few weeks now and yeah so let's just jump right in in today's society there are so many questions directed to the consuming of porn every day i am sent questions about should i stop watching it how much should i consume is it safe is it ethical can my boyfriend watch it and i want to take time to make a, a very thorough podcast explaining why porn will never be ethical i talk about this a lot on my other podcast episodes but i've never really made a podcast episode where I just talk about this solely and I go through it in a very thorough way so 
I'm going to be answering a lot of y'all's questions in this podcast episode. And I'm going to explain why porn will never be ethical. And why porn is probably one of the most violent, most misogynistic, most patriarchal things that you can do to yourself and to the society. And I, I want to go through that because I feel like a lot of people just do not understand why I am so against porn. I've watched porn since I was six or seven I had an addiction all the way up to my adulthood and I remember looking back now how easily accessible it is and I mention this because it explains how addictive it is right you watch it because usually Nine times times out of 10, if you're a porn watcher, you end up finding it at the age of eight or nine or seven or six, like me. And from then on, right, you just could not stop watching it because porn is the most, is most, is probably one of the most addictive things that you can participate in. And I hug that part of that, that that version of me and I give her so much love because there was so much anger tied to that past of how I felt like my childhood in a way was taken away from me. And I struggled with this for almost over a decade. And it's incredibly sad when I see people trying to defend porn because it's like, oh my God, like you really don't know the effects that it can have on you. And I do not mind disagreeing with people, right? Like in this in this world, you're going to have people that, that you agree with and people that you don't agree with. But in my case, I just will not tolerate any debate on this subject because these are all facts I'm going to give to you. And I just don't have any room for debate, especially with the millions and millions and millions of studies that literally proves that porn is damaging and ruining your brain. And I learned to block people on my social medias when they just come at me in a very disrespectful way. Like when you duet me and stitch me, I I, I literally almost get duets and stitches every single day. And I'm constantly seeing people who are just disrespectful. And because of that, you just no longer have privilege and access to my account to see my content. And I'm just going to block you from seeing that. And I don't mind. Again, like if you disagree with me, you disagree, whatever, right? But when you get this respectful that's when I have to shut it down also too I kind of get a little bit triggered like when they kind of when they come down to this subject I just do not have room to be disagreed with in debate like I just don't have room for it because I've lived through this I've seen the effects and the questions that you guys give to me on a daily basis it makes me so so terribly sad because it's like we are so further away from our true authentic sexuality and porn is ruining our sexuality so I want to first mention this because I wasn't going to say up to the end of the episode to address it but I'm going to address it right now So someone asked me, my boyfriend is watching porn and he watches women that are thicker than me, that have more curves and I'm a smaller girl. And the question really honestly is, is it okay that my boyfriend watches porn? Okay. Okay. I want you girls, come here. I want you girls to really, to really sit down with this question. To have a boyfriend who is consuming other women, 
this man is literally getting off to other women. And honestly, I explained this a lot more in depth on my TikTok. I'm going to explain it here. When you guys practice intimacy, right? That is a very deep, loving, and sacred act. And he's taking your intimacy. He's disrespecting it every single time he jacks his dick off to other women. He's coming to other women. That is a disrespect to you as a woman. He is he is on his phone looking at other naked women and he's jacking his dick off. He's literally pleasuring himself. He's viewing these women in a very intimate way. And before I get the women who say, oh, well, it's just porn. I do it too. You guys are both very wrong. And these women, nine times out of 10, they're sex workers who are doing it for survival. And because they're doing it for survival, that takes away their consent. Because they cannot make a decision that is fully embodied because they have to survive. So their consent is taken away. So when your boyfriend is jacking his dick off to these women... He's saying you're nothing but a consumable, a consumable for me. He's not viewing these women as human. He's not viewing you as human. Because if he did view you as a loving, sacred human being, he wouldn't take your the very thing that connects you to the intimacy that you guys both share and 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 throw it off to women that he just do not know. And He's looking at these women as if they're a toy. They're consumable because there is no way in hell that you can watch porn and still view these people as human beings who deserve love, who deserves attention. Because the reason why you always say, well, I'm just why it's just porn, right? Like I'm just I'm just getting off to them, like whatever. It's because in that moment, you don't see them as human beings. You see them as a consumable. You get your nut off. You jack off. You your, you massage your pussy. You get off. And then you say, oh, whatever. And you click off the screen and you never see these people again. Yeah, because you don't see them as human. In that moment in time, you saw those people as nothing but a toy. You saw them as nothing but a rattle. That is no different how that baby see is pacifier like i just pick this thing up and you know i whatever you know what i'm saying so in that moment in time you're not doing anything ethical that is the furthest thing from ethical it is violent it is misogynistic it is patriarchal and you are joining in on the exploitation of women and also men you are helping to exploit if you really truly care like if you're really into like i'm just it's ethical if you are if you really if you really are so bent on being ethical and if you really care about these people to the point where oh i'm just doing it in an ethical way if you really want to be an ethical person dm these people find out who they are and figure out a way where you can support them personally it was one girl that i know and she came in my comments and she was a OnlyFans girl. Did I dog her out? No, because I always support the sex worker. I support the sex worker. I will always root for the sex worker, but I will never, ever, ever participate and support the industry that she's in, the industry that, that, that supports human trafficking, the industry that is so dog. I will never support the industry. So what I do is, 
I messaged them. Hey, is there any way I can support you personally? Do you need any money? Is there anything that I can do for you? That is the most ethical, most safest thing that you can do. But to watch her content and to jack your dick or to massage your pussy to her content, that is misogynistic because in that moment, you're saying you are nothing but a consumable. I am only consuming you. And so let's go back to the whole boyfriend point, right? So your boyfriend is watching these women. He's coming to these women. He's nutting, he's nutting to these women. And you, you know why you're allowing it. You allow it because you're so bent on being this cool girl, this chill girl. I don't want to say too much because if I say too much, what if he gets disinterested? And you're so bent on trying to be this good girl, trying to be this cool girl. You don't even see what's actually happening. You can't even stand firm on your boundaries and your standards. And so many women do this. They self-abandon. They reject their own heart desires. They were they reject themselves because they are, they're so afraid of rejection from their boyfriends, from men. They're so afraid. So they'll say things like, oh, I watch it with him. Like we both watch it. And I actually had got this before. Literally. I watch it with him. Okay. You both are joining in the expectation of other women. And for you as a woman, that is that is not okay. Because I know deep down that's not what you truly want. That is not what you truly want. But because you're, you're so bent on trying to be this chill, cool girlfriend, you're going to join in with him instead of telling him, I'm leaving. That is disgusting. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. You weak dirtbag. So what you need to do when your boyfriend is watching porn, stop asking these questions. What should I do and how should I do it? Stop asking me these questions. You know what to do. You know what to do. And I posted this. I said, change your questions to statements. If you cannot stop consuming these women, matter of fact, don't don't say that. Say, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. This is the most misogynistic thing, thing that you can ever do. The most disrespectful thing, thing that you can ever do in this relationship. I am, I am leaving you. Don't you ever speak to me again. Don't touch me. Get off of me. That is, oh my God, I am so disgusted with you. I am disgusted with you. And the moment that women change their attitudes to that, I swear to God, you will have less men trying to play us like that. He's, play, he's literally playing with you. He's playing with you. He is playing with you. And you as a girlfriend should never allow a boyfriend that watches porn. A disrespect to the intimacy that that you guys both share. Sex is so sacred. It is a beautiful thing. It's healing. I'm going to get into purity culture because people love to say I'm a part of purity culture. We're going to actually explain that. It is a beautiful thing. And the fact that he is taking that very exact same sacred moment and he is sharing it with other women on his phone. That is, oh my, it's horrific. That is almost sexual abuse. Actually, it is. That's abusive. That is abusive. He's saying, I don't give a damn about you or her because my pleasure comes first. He's selfish. He's selfish. And the fact that he's watching women that don't even look like you, like let's say, for example, you're so like me, I'm a size, I'm like a size two. And the fact that he's watching women who are thicker than you, who looks absolutely nothing like you, tells you everything that you need to know about who he's really attracted to. 
He's if the opportunity came of that woman, that same woman who looks like her coming around, you best believe that he'll probably cheat because that's really who he wants. He really wants a girl that looks like that. And I'm sorry to tell y'all the truth, but it's the truth. Like the reason why he's watching women who are thicker, who are curvier is because that's what he truly likes. That's who he truly fantasizes about. And the fact that you are allowing it and you are like, well, I just don't know what to do. And I just, I'm just so lost. No, you're not lost. Women dig into your power. You're not lost. You know what to do. You know that the right thing to do is to leave, but you're afraid to leave. And because you're afraid to leave, because you're afraid to leave, you will continue for the rest of your life. Allow this man to watch porn and nut to other women and literally right while while you're right there beside him. (laughs) Like, come on. Like, this is not normal. This is not normal. So to answer y'all's question, because I get that a lot, which I do my boyfriend watch porn. What I want you to do is to leave and never talk to him again. Literally just like that. Like if you're watching this podcast and you have a boyfriend watching porn, I want you to right now literally block him on everything. Just block him and never speak to him again. Because it's the most violent thing that you can do to women. The most violent thing that you can do to women. The porn industry, the human trafficking industry is everyday attacking women majority women and when he's consuming these women who are in that industry that is a violation to you as a woman and a violation to her you guys are both sacred loving human beings the porn star and you and when he's literally jacking off to this this woman and he also is having sex with you he's literally saying yeah, I'm disrespecting you and I'm jacking off to this girl. I'm still getting my pleasure, but you better still be there in the end of the day so I can also fuck you. Are you serious? That's the most selfish thing a man can do. You need to go. You need to leave. And I also want to move into why I'm so highly against this. It's because porn is literally causing commitment issues. And I was doing my research and while taking my notes for my podcast I did some further research and porn is actually creating lots of commitment issues. And it's also the reason why a lot of men today and also women, but majority men have multiple sex partners. But let's talk about the Coolidge effect. So the Coolidge effect explains that when you, that your sexual desire over time decreases with a older partner, but it increases with a new one. So... When you watch porn, right, you're consistently getting this dopamine hit. You're consistently having this dopamine increase and increase and increase. You're consistently just getting dopamine hits. So let's bring this Coolidge effect in this, right? So because you're watching porn, you consistently need an increase and increase and increase. And the Coolidge effect already explains that when you're watching porn, um it'll decrease with an older one but it increases with a new one number one if you're watching porn for a long period of time you're not just watching that genre right like you're gonna if you're watching porn and you've been watching for a very long time nine times out of ten you're watching five other genres you're not just sticking to one because that dopamine consistently needs an increase and an increase and an increase so when bring people into this right When you are watching porn, when you're consuming porn, you're literally training your body to become dependent on finding new, 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 including your partners. 
you can never just stick with one partner because you're watching porn. It's because the dopamine consistently needs an increase. So you're going to you're going to consistently find yourself looking at other people finding newer mates because that dopamine consistently needs an increase. Your your question has now become who can increase this dopamine? So you're saying, yeah, my boyfriend watches porn. You're literally saying, yeah, he's in a place where he may not be with me forever. He may not. He may leave me the next day because his sexual desire may decrease. His well, it actually is decreasing. He's looking at other women. When you're out with him, he's looking at other women. Why? Because that dopamine consistently needs an increase. He needs some sort of dopamine increase. And if you as a woman is watching porn and you're in a relationship, best believe that, that you're probably looking at other men. You are. You're watching porn. That dopamine consistently needs an increase. So it's making it very hard for people to commit to only one person because sexual desire with the Coolidge effect is decreasing when you're watching porn. It's decreasing over time. So you can't just stick with one partner. You need multiple partners who can increase your dopamine. You're consistently talking and thinking about sex. Because those images of the porn is implanted literally on your brain. I'm literally giving y'all a very thorough scientific explanation on how porn is damaging your brains and damaging your body. You want commitment. You deeply desire commitment. I forgot a burp. Hold on. Excuse me. You deeply desire commitment. You deeply desire to be loved and cherished. But... You're watching porn and it's training your body to accept anything other than that. So you as a woman, you're watching porn and you're realizing like, why am I always attracting these broken, beat down, disgusting men? And it's because you're training your body to accept that when you watch porn, the frequency, that vibration is literally on you. So it's attracting those kinds of men, though these these unsexually, well, these sexually un, non-disciplined men into your life because that vibration is literally coming off of you. So you you want you want a deep commitment, but you're watching porn that is doing anything but teaching us how to commit. <laughs> porn is not teaching you how to commit to one person. No. I was a porn watcher for literally almost over a decade. Do you think I was just sticking to one one genre of porn? No. It became this. Then it became BDSM. Then it became threesomes. Then it became orgies. Like it literally upgraded each and every single time because that dopamine needed an increase. So when you are in a committed relationship with somebody who is watching that, that is the most it's so harmful because the only thing the only thing that they care about in that moment when they're in the bedroom with you is I need my dopamine increased. I don't care about her nut. I don't care about I said nut. <laughs> I don't care about her orgasm. I don't care about her coming. I don't care about her. I don't care about this and that. Only thing I care about in this moment is my dopamine getting increased. So I'm going to do anything because that dopamine just needs to increase. That's their mindset. So for you to participate in that is very harmful, extremely harmful, so harmful. It is creating commitment issues and desire to have multiple sex partners. 
it is. So I really do hope that this answered y'all your question to the girl who asked me my DMs like my boyfriend's watching porn. What should I do? Honestly, you know what to do. That's all I'm going to say. You know what to do. You know what to do. Porn is the furthest thing from faithful. It's actually the opposite. The furthest thing from faithful. The furthest thing. And you shouldn't allow it. And women are consistently conditioned to reject themselves. To self-abandon themselves. It's making you sick. The reason why you are consistently getting sick. You're consistently having this anxiety. This depression. Is because you're self-abandoning. You're not claiming your true heart desires. You're doing anything just to keep him around. But he's not doing anything to keep you around. You're doing everything in your power to please this man. But he's not doing everything in his power to please you. You're doing everything to make him sh- to make sure that he's okay. But he's not doing anything to make sure that you're okay. He's doing his own thing. He's selfish. He is selfish. He put his needs before you in the relationship. He doesn't care for commitment. A man who watches porn tells me that he does not care about commitment. He don't want commitment. He's not excited about commitment. And what I want women to stop doing is trying to change a man. You, and it's like this, this, this whole thing, this whole notion of I can change him. No, no, guys, I can change him. You cannot change a man who don't want to be changed. When this, if you're telling this man, right, can you please stop watching porn? I don't like when you watch, when you watch porn and he is still watching it. He is still consuming it. He is telling you that he finds the deepest joy in watching it. He enjoys watching porn. So he's not going to stop and you can't make him stop. The only thing, only thing, that, thing that you can do is stand firm on your boundary and leave the situation. Now, let's explain this, right? Let's say you told him, hey, I want you to, can you please stop consuming porn? And let's say he said, okay, I'll stop. Number one, porn is a addiction. Okay, and this is coming from me who is who struggled with it. Porn is an addiction. And a lot of women say, I told him to stop watching it. He stopped watching it. No, he did not. He just he just stopped doing it in front of you. But he's still watching it. Porn is an addiction that takes almost years, months. It takes time to break it. Because when you're not watching with right, like when you're when you're not watching porn and when you stick to that commitment of no longer watching porn, which is what I'm going through right now, you're literally retraining your body and your mind to not depend on it. You're literally rewiring your brain because your brain has taken so much abuse and your brain has literally been through so much, so much conditioning within watching porn. When you stop watching porn, you are literally rewiring your brain. You're going you're, you're going to go through withdrawals. And within that period, you're going to probably want to go back. And not to, not to out of 10, he's going back. So he's not watching it in front of you, but he's he's nine times out of ten still watching it because porn is an addiction. This is no different than a drug. You go through withdrawals, yeah, you go through that with also porn when you stop watching it. And a lot of women ask me, like, so how did you um stop watching it for good? And I'm gonna give you guys a really, really some really good advice. Stop using porn. Like when you when you make the commitment of not watching porn right, stop making it like a 30-day challenge or a 25-day challenge or no, stop making it a challenge and find an ethical reason. My reason was very ethical. My reason is I want to help kids in human trafficking because I do want to help kids in human trafficking. I want to, in my life, I do want to save kids who are being human trafficked and I do want to educate myself on that more. 
And also, I deeply care for women. Like my work, my podcast is dedicated to women. I love women. My I, I care for women. So my reasoning was very ethical. And from then on, I've never watched porn ever again because my reason was my reasoning was very tied to my morals and also my my character. So if I would watch it again, it would literally just be questioning like my ethical reasoning. Like, wait a minute, you're about to join in on this. Like you you teach women, you mentor women. Now you're about to participate in a in a practice that is so harmful towards them. That was my reasoning. It was ethical. It was ethical. So if you want to stop watching porn for good, it's important that you find an ethical reasoning. I'm not watching porn because it is it's promoting human trafficking amongst kids. I'm not watching porn because it is so harmful to women. And as a woman, I don't want to participate in that. I'm not watching porn because my body deserves a deep love and a deep, rich sexuality. And porn is not going to give me that. And before people start saying, oh, well, you can moderately do it. Stop watching it, period. You moderately consuming porn is no different than the effects of someone watching it every single day. You, you, are, both, you are both getting the same effects. Your brain is still being conditioned. Stop moderately consuming it. Just don't consume it at all. Because you're still training your brain, right? You're still training your brain. You're still wiring your brain to this very false conditioning, whether you do it moderately or or excessively. And I remember I had this therapist and I will never go back to her and I will never, ever see her again. When I go back to therapy, I will never, ever, ever see her again. But because I had a porn addiction at the time. And um, I told her, I just said I had a porn addiction. I was literally crying out for help. I have a porn addiction and I just don't know how to stop it. And I just don't like watching this. Like, this is not me. I hate it. I don't like this, but I just can't stop watching. And she had told me, she was like, oh, well, you can do it moderately. Like, just moderate, just like, just make sure you're watching yourself as you're watching it. Like, just moderately do it. So I took her advice and I did. So I would watch it like maybe once a week or no, once every two weeks. But I still was getting the same effects when I had a boyfriend at the time. When I was having sex with my boyfriend, I just could not get wet enough because my all of my sexual energy was going to porn. I could not be fully engaged in the acts with him because I was thinking of porn. I was performing. So even though I was moderately doing it, I was still getting the same effects as somebody who was doing it excessively. Either way it goes, you're still participating in a practice that's far from ethical. You just stop watching it altogether, especially us women, because that industry does not support us, does not like us, exploits us. And when you are watching porn, you're joining in and you're supporting that. And that's something that is far from good. Far from good. I would also like, like to note another point of why I just do not, um, I do not support the watching of porn. And that is because it's causing you very deep anxiety and depression. And I found this with myself and a lot of other women. They would have depression, anxiety. And the reason being is because when they were watching porn, your brain cannot cannot differentiate between the real thing and the actual video. 
So when you're in the real thing, right, like when you're actually doing the real thing, you're getting anxiety, you feel this need to perform because you're watching porn. You can't go out in public and truly, um, con- I'll say conduct, but you, it's like you can't properly function without it. You need it. It becomes, like, again, that dopamine. You have to have it. And it's causing you anxiety and it's causing you depression because the energy of those women that you're consuming, those men that you're consuming is literally transferring to you is sexual energy. When you're literally coming and nutting to these women, these men, that's energy. And you're getting this depression, this very deep depression, because whatever those women are feeling in that moment when they're when they're doing porn, those sex workers, these sex workers are nine to ten who are not happy. I talk to them and they would tell you, like, we're not happy doing this. Like, no one finds joy in shooting a porn scene. Like, I don't like doing this type of stuff. So the energy that you're contracting, right? The energy that that you're getting is from those women who are doing the porn, your energy transferring. So whatever that they feel in that moment when they're shooting this porn scene, when you're watching them, that energy gets transferred to you. So you're feeling depressed, you're feeling anxious, you're feeling sad and just down. And after you, after you nut or calm, you're literally like, oh, like, what did I just do? Like, this is, you feel horrible because you literally have the energy of those women on you, of those men on you. You're transferring energy. Sexual energy is extremely power. And I bet you dig down deep more. The reason why a lot of y'all can't seem to manifest what you really want in this lifetime. And the reason why you can't really get the things that you want in this lifetime is because all of your sexual energy that is meant to manifest, meant to birth life is going to porn. I'm going to I'm going to explain this. Your sexual energy is almost life force energy. It's creative energy. You can create anything with sexual energy. You're bringing that powerful life force energy meant to birth nations. And you're literally putting it towards pixels on your phone. So the reason why you cannot really manifesting the things that you want is because you're putting your sexual energy towards these very harmful outlets instead of cultivating it and and using it for the greater good which is manifesting the thing that things that you want into life i have literally birthed this podcast i birthed it in my my aromatherapy business i birthed, I birthed it in my brand i birthed it the woman i am now and that is because I've used my sexual energy, that creative, deep, divine, sacred energy, and I use that energy to bring life into to bring life into this into this universe. If I was when I was when I was busy bringing my sexual energy into porn, my life was not what it is now. My life back then was so low quality. I hated my life. I hated things that I was doing in my life. I hated the people I was around. And it was because all of that sexual energy meant to create was going to porn. So I couldn't really manifest the things that I actually truly wanted because I wasn't putting that sexual energy there. But the moment that I just stopped watching porn, I cut off that, that that outlet. And I say that you will no longer be able to take my energy. You will no longer be able to take the things that I want to do with my life. All of the sexual energy that is meant for me, that is meant to create, is going to all of the things that I want in this life. 
And that is how I birthed so much stuff into my life. I am the happiest of happiest in my life. I am so fulfilled and satisfied in my life. And that is because I use my sexual energy for the greater good. Because I understand that my sexual energy is so beyond powerful. It's so beyond powerful. And I think that a lot of people, and you can watch my other podcast, I'll link it. But like I said, I think that a lot of people are not taught how to how to use their sexual energy for beautiful things. Because in this society, we treat sexuality as if it's taboo. So we don't talk about it, right? And so it was up to me to learn that, wait, me as a woman, I hold this very sacred and powerful sexuality, this portal. It's a portal, it's, it's beautiful. It's divine. It's like a temple. And you're telling me that all of that energy was going to pixels on my phone? People that I did not know? No. But the moment I cut that off and I said, this, this, this belongs to me. My energy belongs to me. That is when I manifest the most beautiful life. The most beautiful life. So a lot of people just ask me, like, how did you stop watching porn for good? That is how I stopped watching porn for good. Ethical reasoning. And I learned how to use my sexual energy for powerful, beautiful things. And I also like to touch on kinks. And the thing was, when I was watching porn, I noticed myself like having these different kinks. And they weren't really my kinks. They just came from trauma. But porn would reaffirm it because it was so many genres to watch that was aligning with the kinks that I had at the time. And so I would have these very unhealthy kinks. I'm answering somebody else's question about CNC, consent, non-consent. I'm going to answer that. And um. I had those kinks, that kink, CNC, I had that kink too, because I was sexually assaulted and I was, I am a survivor of sexual abuse. But yes, like I had these kinks. And so when I stopped watching porn, I literally noticed myself changing, like in a way where my kinks that I thought that I had was no longer my kinks. And I was able to really sit down with myself and be like, wait a minute, I'm a deeply monogamous woman who wants a deep loving commitment so why the hell am I going around saying threesomes is my kink like no that's coming from trauma that comes from a place where I was cheated on I did see it and I used that as a way to sexualize my wound that was not actually my kink I was just traumatized a lot of women go around and saying BDSM is my kink. Now, do I believe that BDSM can be a kink where it can be explored in a healthy way? It depends. But in this instance, because we're talking about porn, no, it's trauma. A lot of women would be like, my kink is BDSM. And the truth is, you're not really into bondage, right? Like you don't want your partner who you truly love and you're truly committed to and you and you truly have this very deep respect and love for it. You don't want them ch- choking you and hitting you and, and smacking you and, and throwing you against the wall and hitting your head against the, the headboard. Like you don't actually want that. But you were conditioned that this was okay because you grew up with experiences with trauma that was unresolved relating to physical abuse. Maybe your parents whooped you growing up, right? Like people who were whooped and who were 
um, physically abused by their parents. Maybe you were physically abused during your in your school years, but there was something that happened that made you believe that this was okay. And that trauma is unresolved. And I bet you if you go and dig deep into that trauma, you will realize that, wait, this is not actually my kink. My brain was just trying to make me feel better because the pain from that experience was so great. So my brain sexualized it for me to make it feel more better, to make it feel more digestible. Because the pain is so great, your brain just simply sexualize it to protect you but the moment you go inside that pain and dig it up you'll realize wait this is not actually me and I did that with myself like I was I when I first started my journey in womanhood I had to sit back with myself and I had to ask myself like do I actually want a man to throw me against the wall slam my head on the table and beat me while we're having sex no I was physically abused growing up. That's why I had thought that this was okay because my brain was just sexualizing that wound to make the pain less for me. In the moment I dug up that pain, I released it. So now that's not even my kink. And so the moment that women start really sitting down with themselves, right? Like, because we are conditioned to bury and ignore ourselves. But the moment that women begin to sit down with themselves and ask the question of why... Why do I believe that this is okay? Why? This, I'm asking you to ask yourself, why? If you have a kink, ask yourself, and I always tell women this, like when um, I, I speak to women, I say, your kinks, I want you to really thoroughly, before you say it and claim it as yours, ask yourself, okay, why do I have this kink? Where, where did it come from? Do I truly like this kink? Does it truly, because there are some kinks that are embodied and are good, right? And I'm going to explain that. But you have to ask yourself, like, is this kink really mine? Why is it here? Why am I into this? And majority of women will find that is linked to trauma. In a patriarchal society, we are consistently told to ignore ourselves, throw it under the rug, and not worry about it. So a lot of women begin to have these things come into place for them that's not actually supposed to be there. And that's why I encourage women to always do self-digging work because there's so much within you that's not supposed to be within you. And you will be amazed. Like, wait, hold on. I was going around saying I was into threesomes. I was into this. And the whole time, I'm monogamous. I want a marriage and I want children. And I want a deep commitment. And that was literally me. Like, the like I, I kid y'all not, at one point, I was going around saying I was, I was Poly, I was poly. How you call it? I was poly. I'll just say poly. That I was poly. I was going around literally saying that I, I don't mind have being three in a relationship. And I know you guys are probably listening to this like, wait, what? Yeah, I thought I was poly because I was watching porn and because I was with men who were reaffirming my traumas. But the moment I took a stand back from those men, I stopped watching porn was the moment when I was like, wait. I don't, I'm not actually into that because I took time to do deep work within myself. So you have to do deep work. Now, what's the difference between embodied kinks and kinks that are coming from trauma? 
embodied kinks are kinks that comes from and you did the healing work you did the answering questions you did the shadow work you did the the inner work to heal yourself and you find yourself still liking these things and i'm gonna tie this in with purity culture a lot of people think that i'm a part of purity culture but the truth is i have so many toys like i'm the most sex positive person that you can ever meet but purity culture they teach this in a very judgmental way. I'm judging you. I'm shaming you. In this podcast episode, this is not meant to shame you, but it is meant for you to look and see what is it within you so you can dig that up and become a better person. I'm here to liberate you. I am here to free you. I am here to bring you into the deepest, richest sexuality sexuality that you can find within yourself. I am here to lead you back home. Purity culture wants to shame you and take your sovereignty as an individual. And we're not doing that over here at Sacred Sharp Radio. I'm not taking your sovereignty. I think that you're a very sovereign individual. Purity culture is taking that away from you. I am probably one of the most sex-positive people ever. And I love how Victoria Duvall, and I'll link her podcast in my bio, but I love how she broke it down. Kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm taking from her when, when she said this. The difference between purity culture and sacred womanhood, sacred femininity, is sacred femininity is teaching you, you deserve more. You deserve better. You deserve a sexuality so deep and rich, not rooted in porn, not rooted in these unhealthy kinks. You deserve a sexuality so fulfilling and satisfying to your deepest core. So why would you watch porn? Why would you degrade yourself to being a sneaky link? And I talk about that in hookup culture. Like, I'm not here to shame you because people are like, you're part, of, you're part of purity culture. No, I'm not. I'm not here to take your sovereignty. I am here to to make you at, ask the question, why am I degrading myself to a sneaky link? I deserve better. That is what sacred femininity and womanhood is all about. It's teaching you that you deserve better. So why would you engage in these meaningless hookups with these misogynistic, patriarchal dirtbag of a man? Why would you? Why would you watch porn and, and, and masturbate your pussy to porn? When your yoni deserves a deep level of love and time and effort, why would you? You deserve more than that. That's not purity culture. Purity culture is shaming you. It's saying, ew, you watch porn. You're less than a woman because of that. I'm not saying that. I think that you are still a woman. You are still beautiful. You are still so worthy of love. All I am saying is, but you deserve more than that. You deserve more. Raise your standards for the way that you receive pleasure because you are so worthy of that. But 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 the reason why women will dog themselves out to the point where they just receive less than that and they expect less from men, like the amounts amounts of women that say, men, there's men, all men watch porn. And I'm going to explain that. No, they don't. I have met plenty of men who don't watch porn. There is plenty of men who do not consume porn. There is plenty of men who are just as against porn, who are just as against porn as I am, who do not, do not, do not advocate for porn watching. And one woman on my comments, she was like, so how do I know if they're just lying to me? And the way I do this is by asking them, right? Like, what is your reasoning? They have to give me a reason. Don't just say, oh, no, I don't watch it. Okay, what is your reason for not watching it? And it has to be an ethical reasoning. Other than that, I'm just going to be like, whatever, you know. But there are plenty of men who don't 
watch porn. I'm rambling, but keep up with me. There are plenty of men who don't watch that. But the only way that the only way that you can attract these men is if you yourself don't watch porn. Because nine times out of ten, the man that God has for you, the man that is God ordained, he is not consuming porn. He is not going to be laid up on his couch jacking his dick off to porn. He's not. He's not. And one girl was like, I want a man who watches, who doesn't watch porn, but I watch it occasionally. That's not how it works, hon. Just like this man wants him a good woman. Just like this man, no, just like you want you a good man and you want you a man who is so safe sexually. That good man wants him a woman that is safe sexually. She's disciplined. She's, she's, she's good and she's safe. That good man also wants him a good woman. So if you want to attract men who do not consume porn, you have to first be that woman who do not consume it. I have met plenty of guys, and I'm not lying when I say this. I've met plenty of guys who do not consume that, who are disciplined, disciplined. But the reason why women put up with their ain't shit boyfriends not watching porn, well, watching porn is because they believe that they they don't they don't deserve anything above that. They believe that this is the only type of man that's out there for me because all men watch porn. So I have to just put up with it. You don't believe that you are capable of finding a man who does not watch porn. And because you don't think that you're capable, you're gonna forever be with this man who watches porn. So when it comes to purity culture, right, tying this back in, it's about taking your sovereignty away is saying i'm shaming you i'm degrading you you're less than a woman you're less than a woman than me but with sacred femininity it teaches you deserve better you deserve more raise your standards embodied womanhood is saying raise your standards you deserve so much more than this you deserve a rich fulfilling sex life I have many sex toys. I'm very sex positive. I am a very confident woman within my sexuality. I'm not afraid to talk about it. I'm not afraid to express it. I'm not afraid to um, conversate about it, like anything. I love talking about sex. It's probably one of my favorite topics. I love my sex toys. I'm still trying to grow it. <laughs> I'm very sex positive. I enjoy self-pleasure. I am celibate, but I still encourage women to practice self-pleasure within your celibacy. But the way that I teach it is by creating a fantasy in which it feels very fulfilling the way I orgasm because someone asked me, so how do you orgasm without porn? And again, it's going to be very hard for you, right? Because you have trained your body to depend off of that when you watch porn. And which is another reason why I do not like when when, when, when people watch porn. You're training your body that, that this is the only way to get an orgasm. So you can't really be fully in the moment when you're actually having it because you're trained your body that the only way the only way that, that you can get a full body orgasm is if you're watching porn. So if you want to get like a really beautiful full body orgasm without porn, it's probably going to require more time because again, you're rewiring your brain in your body. And the way that I do it is I love to fantasize about a deep, rich, erotic fantasy that is close to me that I love, that I love to indulge in. And I do have a vibrator. I love vibrators. I know it's very controversial because some people say, well, vibrators are just real quick. It gets you that quick, oh, and it's like, no, for me, I love vibrators and it works for me. Do what's best for you. 
but um and i think of like a very deep rich fantasy and that makes me feel so fulfilled i encourage self-pleasure within your celibacy i encourage that i encourage women to go and buy sex toys i encourage oh excuse me i encourage that so this whole thing of oh you're a part of purity culture no i'm not i'm the furthest thing away from purity culture my teachings is you deserve better though why would you degrade yourself into becoming less than why would you it asks the question i'm not taking your sovereignty i'm asking you a question why would you when you deserve so much better this is a safe space this is a space where we can grow and be liberated this is not purity culture where it's shaming you and mocking you. I'm not doing any of that. I don't want to because I deeply care about you as a woman. I want you to stop watching porn, which is why I'm so deeply passionate about this. Because it's, 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 it's my passion to teach women that they deserve better. That better is out there waiting for them. Because we are conditioned that, that this is the only thing that's available for us. And it's not. It is so not. So let me go back to the point of CNC, consent, non-consent to tie this all in. So the thing with consent, non-consent, basically, if you don't know what it is, is basically when I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm trying not to say the word. I know how triggering it can be for some people, but it's basically when you're role playing yourself being, um, I'm just going to go ahead and say it, raped and you're faking it and it's consent right like you're it's just a role play and you're allowing your partner to take you through that but it's again it's consented and i'm speaking from very personal experience because i was once i once had this kink myself and so my thoughts on this is i don't think that it's healthy I think that these are ways that your brain is trying to lessen the pain because majority of people who have consent, non-consent, speaking from experience, are usually people who are rape, sexual survivors. And because you're a survivor, you use consent, non-consent as a way to reclaim your power. But you're not reclaiming your power. You're only reaffirming it. Because the truth is, the way that you reclaim your power is by sitting yourself down and and truly healing that part of yourself that was taken advantage of and you're not using your you're not using that pain as a way you're not sexualizing that pain and through kinks like this you sexualize your pain that you still harbor inside and so the truth is this is not a healthy coping coping way this is this is not healthy and if you want to liberate yourself from this you need to really sit down with yourself and ask yourself why do I have this kink and where has it come from? Oh, I was a survivor of sexual assault. Okay, let me dig this up and let me work through this. The moment that I stopped watching porn and I, and I took porn out of my sex life, the, that whole kink of consent, non-consent literally went away because the truth is I do not want a person that I truly love that I'm truly committed to that I'm sharing such an intimate act with we're having sets and we're changing these very powerful life force energies the truth is I don't want anybody fake raping me the truth is that's not actually within my sexuality the truth is that wouldn't make me feel good that would just make me relive the trauma that I've actually gone through. 
I don't want that. Like, I don't want a person that I truly love and truly am devoted to fake taking advantage of me. That's just not that that's that's just not within my sexuality. And when I stopped watching porn, that literally went away because it was never mine to begin with. It was just a trauma response for me. And so I do deeply believe that consent, non-consent is a, is a form of a trauma response. Because if you really sit down, take time and, and ask yourself, you will find out that that you don't want a person that you truly love doing it to you. You don't. And so those are my thoughts on CNC. And I I really just want people to understand how porn is distorting the way that you view sex. It's distorting the way that you view your own sexuality. It's distorting it. The thing about women's sexuality and women powerful life force energy is it, it births beautiful things. And I said this in my last podcast episode, my weekly update. I was like, I'm in this very fertile energy, but I'm not in this fertile energy where I'm manifesting, well, I'm not manifesting, but I'm birthing a baby, but fertile in a way where I can birth out anything that I want into life. Literally. Literally. I told myself in 2023, this will be the year of expansion. I want to expand on everything that I know. I want to grow and I want to learn and I want to travel because I have dedicated this year to beginning to travel and I kid you not yesterday I was given the opportunity to travel out of the country and I'm going to actually be traveling out of the country in March so you see how literally when I stopped watching porn you saw, you see now how everything is just birthing. Like I can literally just pray about it. Like God, I pray for prosperity and abundance. The next day I end up getting this huge money increase. And why? Because my sexual energy is not going to porn. My sexual energy is going to these beautiful outlets called my life and called my sacred femininity. It's going there. You are beyond powerful and the way that porn has distorted and damaged our brains from believing anything but that is so deeply sad so deeply sad you don't deserve a guy who watches porn you deserve a man who is sexually disciplined disciplined with his within his own sexual with, with, with within his own sexuality and you know what you deserve you deserve i thought like it's thundering i think it is and you deserve a sexuality so rich and fulfilling you don't deserve a man who is watching porn who is who is degrading himself and you because when he's watching porn he's literally degrading himself in the process you do not deserve to have these kinks that are only reaffirming your 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 trauma. And in this society, we teach that it's all about reclaiming your power. And a lot of people don't know what actual reclaiming your power is. Reclaiming your power is going through this deep shadow work. Reclaiming your power is sitting down with yourself and asking yourself, why do I why do I think this way? Why do I act this way? Why do I talk this way? That's reclaiming your power. 
I am literally so happy in my life. I am financially abundant. I, I, I pro, I'm always prosperous. My, my relationship with my mother has healed. I am in the, I'm celibate. I'm healing my sexual energy. I have my own brand. And I'm not trying to name out this stuff to brag, but I'm naming out this stuff so you, so you can see the rewards that come out of breaking a porn addiction. These are the rewards. God will multiply you. He will multiply you, but the moment, but the, but the moment that you, that you continue to watch porn and indulge in porn, you will not be able to manifest the life that you are truly meant to live. When I was watching porn, God did not give me the, the purpose and the clarity on what I was supposed to do in this lifetime. If I was still watching porn to this day, I would have never had this podcast teaching and liberating and healing women i would have never opened up my own brand do you know why because god does not give people clarity and he does not give people how can i say this god does not will not give you the clarity that you want on certain things like your purpose if you are acting in these kind of ways god trusted me when I stopped watching porn, he told me, since you stopped watching porn, now I can tell you what your purpose is. And that is educating and liberating women. How can I liberate women if I'm watching the same stuff that is holding us back? That's why when I was watching porn, I was not acting in my purpose. This podcast is me acting in my purpose. I wasn't acting in my purpose when I was watching porn. You know why? Because God didn't trust me with that purpose. He gave me my purpose, my sense of purpose when I stopped watching it. And I swear to God, a lot of y'all will know what to do with your life when you stop watching porn. Because the thing about wisdom is you're initiated into it. And this podcast is going to be long. You're initiated into wisdom. You're initiated. Not everyone gets wisdom. That's a very important thing. Not everybody gets wisdom. The wisdom I have within my being a person next to me who probably has a whole addiction with porn will probably not understand my wisdom, which is why on, on TikTok and I post my content about the dangers of porn. You have those people who are so against, they make these posts and these duets and these stitches where they're dogging me out. They're calling me out my name and they're being so ruthless and disrespectful. It is because wisdom you are initiated into. And some people will never get to that level of wisdom. If you want to get initiated into deep level wisdom to sacred knowledge you have to stop doing these things you have to first be a sacred person the i stopped watching porn because i saw my sexuality as sacred you know what god did he said i initiate you into this wisdom i welcome you into the kingdom of wisdom i welcome you into sacred knowledge this is a portal that not everybody can enter this portal only limited people can enter you have to be sacred and knowledgeable and wise to enter into this portal and not everybody will be initiated into that portal and if you want to be initiated into that portal of sacred sexuality anything is sacred you have to first carry that sacredness within you and if you want to carry that sacredness within you start by not watching porn we can start there and a lot of people don't understand that. A lot of people, that I, I used to get so upset when people used to duet me or stitch me or like say mean things to me on my social medias. And that was, that was when God told me, not everybody is initiated into the same wisdom that you have. Not everybody will get, will, will get initiated into that. When I was watching porn, 
if someone came up to me and said, hey, this is bad, you should not watch this, I would have got so offended. I would have defended porn with my entire existence. You know why? Because the wisdom that I, I didn't, I, I did not have that wisdom that I have today. I was not initiated into that wisdom. So I was not able to understand that level of wisdom. When my mom was telling me, Allison, this porn watching is literally harmful. I, I used to get so upset with her. I used to get so offended. Like, you're just judging me and this and that. And you don't know. Like, I used to get so mad with her. But that was only because I was not yet initiated into that wisdom that she had. But then when I stopped watching porn, that is when God opened up that portal for me and said, now you see. Because the thing about that portal is you can see. It gives you discernment. So a lot of women tell me all the time, like, how do you know the guy's not lying? It's discernment. It's a portal that is open that allows you to see. That allows you to see things clearly. Porn is blocking your visions. If you want to see and see clearly and soundly and beautifully, if you want to hear, if you want to speak, you have to stop watching porn. It is not sacred. Just like um, for me, for example, right? Last year, I did not have this podcast. Why? Because my throat chakra was shut off. I cannot speak. Like the, the voice that I have now, I did not have that back then. I was scared of my voice. I was I was afraid of my power. So God did not give me the power to speak. But the moment I stopped watching porn and I stopped putting my sexual energy towards porn was the moment God said, I will now give you the ability to speak. I will now give you the ability to, to say how you want to say and to be who you need to be for the people. I will now give you the ability to be powerful within your voice. My voice now is so different from how my, how my voice sounded a few months ago. My voice is stronger. My voice is more authentic. It's, it's, it has base to it. Why? Because it's sacred. I speak sacred knowledge. But that's when I stopped watching porn. I was initiated into it. I was initiated into it. And so I see a lot of people, my, I told my friend once, I was like, um, this girl, cause this girl has stitched my, my, um, video and she was just being so mean. Like, I just cannot stand women like her. And it's like, she was defending porn on her life. And my friend was like, okay, porn patrol. And I literally laughed out loud. Cause I was like, oh my God, porn patrol. And she was literally the, defending porn with her entire existence. And I was like, if only you saw, if only you saw. Porn is not normal. It's not. And I know people are going to be like, you're judging me. My stomach is growling. So you hear anything? Yeah, I'm hungry. I got some food in the oven. But yes, like porn is just bringing you far the furthest from your authentic, your authentic self. And so you get defensive, you get triggered, which is why I always, always say women who are awakened within themselves, they trigger women who are not. They trigger men who are not. Because the women who are not, they have this belief that, oh, this is not real. You can't actually be awakened. You cannot actually reach the state of enlightenment when you can. So it triggers them. It triggers them because it forces them to look within themselves. And so if I'm triggering, like I always tell people on my TikTok, like if I'm triggering you, it's because you want to be triggered. Because the truth is all of my, my content, all of my teachings are meant to liberate you. It's meant to heal you. So if you are triggered because I said something, that only means that you want it to be triggered. Because everything that I say is meant to heal you. 
So I want to get into my last point, and that's the last question. And someone had asked me, and actually I was so, so, I love this question so much, which, which is why I say the best for last. But someone told me, and they were like, my boyfriend cheated on me. And I saw it. Basically, she actually saw him fucking another girl. And she had said, and within that, I became sexually aroused at the thought of him fucking other women and when we would have sex I would think about him fucking other women I would think of that visual of me seeing him fucking another woman and I would get off to it, like I would come to it and I would orgasm to it and I had to applaud this woman because that takes so much bravery because so many women struggle with this and they don't say anything because they feel so much shame around it and I have my own experiences, not necessarily like my ex-boyfriend because I never saw him cheat. But um, I do remember I talked to this one dude back in high school, not my ex from months ago, but another dude from high school. And I remember he would post his sex videos online and I was deeply traumatized by it. And me my even like me myself I began to become turned on by the thought of him fucking other women and the truth is it's your brain again trying to soothe you it's your brain blocking out the pain because truly behind you feeling turned on and sexualized by by this by this thought truly behind all of that is nothing but pain it's pain and it's in it's and it's this suffering and it's your brain saying this pain is so great so what i'll do to protect you is i will sexualize it for you to make it more digestible and the only way that only way that you can heal this is if you truly like i said again sit down with yourself and feel it and you're and you're saying i'm not ashamed of this i'm not ashamed of this this hurts and i am deeply pained by this but I can work through this and I can heal through this. And you cut off the person completely. Stop fucking them. Stop having sex with them. Stop engaging with them. You cut that person off that caused you that great trauma. Because that is a trauma response. When you are sexualizing your own wounds like that. Because that's what it's called. It's called sexualized wounds. It's when we have these wounds that are too great to feel so our brain says well instead of letting you feel this pain because i'm here to protect you i am going to shield it off by sexualizing it for you so you're getting turned on by these type of people fucking and you're and you're getting set you're like you're feeling sexual emotions from it it is because you are acting within a trauma response that's not actually how you feel and I hope this, that, that, that brings clarity to everyone who's listening to this. You're not actually feeling like this is not actually how you feel. This is not actually your true sexuality. You don't actually want to come to them. It actually hurts you like hell to even think about it. But again, your brain is trying to protect you in the best way possible. So if you want to heal that, it's important that you really you really get really honest with yourself and you stop engaging with that person and you go into a period of just shadow work, intent shadow work, which is why I'm so glad to be starting this project and releasing this project out in 2023 because 
I just I I, I think that you guys will absolutely love it because this project is going to be a big one. But yes, you need to really sit down with yourself. That's all I'm asking women who are listening to this podcast. Sit down with yourself. Porn is distorting the way you act. It's distorting your brain and it's damaging it. And there are millions and millions of reasons why you shouldn't watch porn. I can run through all of them. But these are the main, main points. The main points. You see what porn is doing to you. So if you want to stop watching porn, and, and I also like to say this, right? Like within it, you're probably going to keep going back, right? Like you're going to make mistakes. Like me, before I got into the space of never watching it again, I well, I, I made mistakes. I made mistakes. I kept going back and I kept going back. You're going to make mistakes, right? When you go through withdrawals, you're going to make mistakes. But the way, the way that you get to this point of never watching porn ever again by first being a very ethical, safe person yourself. I am a very ethical woman. I don't want to support the industry of human trafficking nor porn where women are being exploited. I will never want to support that. So I will never watch porn if that means I got to support that. No. No. It's not an ethical act. It's not a normal act. It's not an act that women should be engaging in. And it's important that you write down your standards and boundaries on how you're gonna how you're going to show up in relationships and how the people that you're with should show up in in relationships. The reason why you're allowing your man to watch porn is because you're not really clear on your own boundaries and standards. If you are clear on your boundaries and standards, right? Like you can be like, I don't like my what <laughs> I don't like when my man watch porn. You can be very clear on that. But the only thing only thing that you're missing is you're not standing firm on it. You can't hold that boundary because women consistently are taught to abandon and self-reject. And if you hold this boundary, you put yourself in the face of rejection. Stop being so damn afraid of rejection and hold that boundary. You can't stop watching porn, so I will leave. And do not tell me you're going to stop because you're just lying. That's how you become in your embodied femininity. That's not purity culture. That is saying, I deserve more than this. I deserve more. I deserve more. That is far from purity culture. Far from it. It's the opposite. It is sacred femininity. It is divine law. It is sacred knowledge. And the only people that can understand this is the ones who are initiated into this great wisdom. So, I think it's going to end today's episode. And I really do hope that I answer a lot of y'all's question. Because even though I didn't, I didn't directly say the question on some of them, I was still like answering them. So, you paid attention and you will know that your question got answered. So, I hope that I answer a lot of y'all's questions. Thank y'all so, so much for watching, for listening to this episode. Leave your reviews. On whatever platform you're on, Apple or Spotify, please, please leave your reviews. Let me know how you like it. Let me know your experiences. And yeah, I love y'all so much. Happy New Year's. I hope that you have a beautiful New Year's. And I hope that this year is amazing, top tier. You're raising your standards, your boundaries. Yeah, I love y'all so much. See you in the next podcast episode.